Good morning, angels. Good afternoon, angels, I should say. I am really slacking on doing this video thing because I know that people will be energized by my image of energy, like, you know, being on my podcast with my video and stuff, but I just haven't had a chance to really get that together, but I still didn't want to be hindered from reaching out to you and touching you with my voice and energizing you with my words, right? So I know that I take a lot of like, you know, energy for myself and I take time to really an analyze my own things and assess myself. And so when I was looking at like trying to look at the pattern of some of my podcasts, I was concerned that some of them could be like if somebody just stumbles upon one, they'll be like, how is that positive? <laughs> right. But it's not about positive energy with this podcast. It's about just energy. And in that, it's also about my theory on the fact that we're here, we've been indoctrinated in some way, on some level, that would lead us to not be our absolute best, powerful, angelic self. And so I wanna get back to that, I wanna heal us. Those are people who are not really worried and tripping on how they are, their indoctrinations, they're living their best life as it is, with no concern, period. And yeah, they have like all the deaths are happening all around them from COVID, people are crashing and this is happening and illnesses and et cetera financial issues but to them that's that has nothing to do with anything but what's happening it's not spiritual it's not energy it's not their indoctrination you know it's not like earth being so wicked with a vibration of wickedness that we have to serve in order to push back that vibration and make a difference somehow and then you have the people like where i want to serve children there are people that want to serve children for dinner right and it seems like they're living their best lives eating children you know, and it's not necessarily, it could be more of a metaphor for the way they're sucking the, the, the innocence from the children, right? But the bottom line is we have to pay attention to what we're doing and how we're doing it, right? So with all that said, um, I really want to talk about just how we have to fight for our loved ones. You know, when we talk about spiritual wars and battles and what we're going through, and once again, I don't want anybody to be mistaken. Like, there are a lot of people that are like, ooh, I want to listen to your podcast. You know what? This podcast is for the angels, people who feel differently in a way that they are blessing others in some way, even though they're struggling. Their life is hard, been hard, you know, from birth. But yet, they have this deep desire to bless others, to help others. And even in the midst of coming from such darkness, they're so bright and their light shines so bright. And those are the people that I want to touch. Those are the people I want to talk to. Everybody else, go be a distraction for somebody else. I'm not going to entertain the energy. And I feel, you know, I get guilty because I love you humans. And I don't want to push you all away. But again, we're in perilous times. It is an extreme, extreme focus time. It's go time. And so in the midst of go time, we have to really get control of ourselves. And so in those movies that you see where somebody's been um, possessed, when in fact indoctrination is kind of like a possession because you come one way and then something happens and you're traumatized and now a spirit gets in you and now you're acting all kinds of crazy. And so we have to get 
a hold to those things. And so in a movie, you know, like, let's say they have the whole preacher there and they have like the priest and he's trying to get the spirit out and he's whipping holy water all over you. And it's just like, ah, you know, the spirit's trying to leave. Well, we can also do that with our words. And that's what, when they use the Bible, you know, when they have the Bible, I'm like, get the Bible out. You know, for me, I have a friend that I love very much and I don't get to talk to a lot of the people that I love very much often at all and I think it's sad as I think about what they might think because I miss them but both of us are trying like my friend said yesterday I'm just trying to take care of the people I love and who love me and I understand that right and that's how you stay alive and that's how you stay winning because when you start to involve or inject yourself with people who don't really fully love you but you want to have them around have to have them around now you find yourself having issues, your kids are acting up, your marriage, your relationship is crazy, your finances go wrong, your living arrangements get odd, you know, messy or cluttered. There's a lot that comes in having the wrong people around you. And sometimes, you know, it's family and that's whack. And so my other girlfriend said, you know, I understand I'm with you with this toxic people thing, but then you will end up completely alone. We need somebody. And that is the facts. We need somebody. And so who are we going to go find a stranger, right? That's not toxic. But then they become oddly toxic after a while because the same energy that made the other person that we love or love us go crazy, it's a spirit. It's gotten them too now, right? So we all just have to stay in healing of ourselves and of our indoctrination so that we can be a blessing to ourselves and others perpetually and always and make a difference in this world, right? So the reason why I wanted to come on today, I've been really trying to get on and there's been a lot trying to stop me on different levels with my own like talking myself out of it today or traffic was crazy last night, it was raining and it's raining now and it's bad out right now, but I feel like I I wanted to get started earlier than waiting and I still might've gotten started a little too late, but I really just felt the need to get in here and say, you have to fight for your love, for the love of your kids for the love of your spouse you know your mom your dad you have to fight for the love because the adversary wants to get at the love shatter the love and then our power leaves our power is in eating right and love love can help us eat right <laughs> so it can work together right so um it's really all about trying our to get ourselves to a point where we can't just heal others we can heal ourselves so that's what my podcasts are for for us to look within it's time to look within that's what it's all about is looking within and like I said to my daughter because I had a long talk with my daughter today before I was leaving because I just want to make sure because I know that there's a lot coming against her spiritually and she's still young and so the attack will be with her appearance. The attack will be in the things that make her feel good so that she won't feel good. She'll feel bad and then it can go after the rest of the things. So we have the power to fight anything. It doesn't matter what somebody's cursed us with or prayed against or is focused on because when our enemies curse us, they bless us instead. And they glorify because the blessing is so profound and supernatural that it glorifies the Lord in the process. So now there's no fear of the curse, but we have to stop pretending that the wrong people in our lives is not cursing us. We can, and you know what's sick is that we often find ourselves turning and blaming our sibling or blaming our somebody that's blood 
when we just invited a whole new world spirit family or person into our lives and now things are going crazy our get, we're getting attacked in our looks this and that and we're blaming somebody next to us somebody who's been in our lives the whole time ah it's because they're you know so and so no no look at what's new that's what i tell everyone what have you opened up into your life what is new be honest take a break from it from a certain amount of time you might need to push past the time because some things can hold on for a minute but it will eventually show itself and so you have to protect your spirit you have to protect your family your relatives you know when you're bringing people into your family you're bringing that into everybody you know you bring somebody in and they seem like all great for you and then they get like obsessed with somebody a relative that they feel mad at jealous of etc etc and now you're focused on them and you don't even know and these people have will and you don't even know and now that relative is having everything attack them in the world all hell's breaking loose in their lives they don't know what's going on and it's your you just brought in this new spirit so that is not the topic though the topic is fighting for your loved one we can easily watch somebody who was great. Oh, they were so great. To fall off. And it starts at a little bit of a time, just trickling away, chipping, chipping, chipping until it's finally gotten to them where they want them. So our love is watching. Like you'll have relatives that pay attention or parents, siblings, and be like, "You gaining weight?" Okay, looks like you're gaining a little weight. Better get on. Why are you eating so much? And we're like, "Hey, stop it." You know, no, that's love. They're trying to stop you. There's a way to do everything. Is mm, still eating, are you? That's why you getting fat. There's a difference, right? And so we have to just love properly. But at the same time, we have to love. You should not have a sibling that is struggling like they went from great to now they're struggling with something and it's not just about finances because we've talked about that how if you're if you have it and your sibling doesn't and their kids don't, etc. But this is about you knowing that your sibling is doing some fucked up shit that's about to take them down or change their life and you're letting them because you don't want to get them in trouble. Now, you have to sometimes get them in trouble. Pray about it. Ask for guidance and immediately get in there. You might not want to tell the parents, you might tell an aunt that you trust, that you know has a relationship and go go gossiping, but it's going to help. But get somebody love on your people fight for their love you know if you have to go in a little later whatever you go in a little later to have a real conversation like i did today you know my daughter is great my son is great they are great humans but we have to be careful in just being okay with their greatness that we allow them to stunt themselves and then we have to be careful that we're not asking too much of them and making them crazy and now they are being broken mentally and traumatized and don't want to move forward and now they're different and being impacted on that level. Parenting is a balancing act. Loving is a balancing act. You can love so much that you smother somebody and make them feel like shit and they run from you. Right? Or you cannot love them enough and now they feel like shit and now they are looking for somebody else and they leave you. Love is a balancing act. But if I promise you right now, if you balance the act of loving, it will last. It will grow people. It will grow yourself. it will heal you. I'm learning now to love myself more. That's the like most important thing right now for me 
is making sure that I love me too because I deserve to be loved, right? And so now it's like, how am I being loved? Am I being loved the way I want to be loved? Does that seem selfish that I want to be loved a certain way? Shouldn't be. Shouldn't be selfish to want to be loved a certain way. So, so we struggle on so many levels with so many things because we just want to be great. We just want to measure up. You know, we don't want to lose anything, especially, especially ourselves. And that's what I was talking to my daughter about. You know, there's a young lady that was my client and she was so dynamic, but she was very angst. She was a teenager when I got her. I think she was a junior. And I did her about for two years before she became a, before she graduated from high school. And she, um, you know, she was an only child. You know, her mom and dad were very busy, but they gave her a beautiful home. And, you know, um, she had, a, you know, everything she needed. And she was even beautiful and high honor roll. But um, there was something missing. I don't know what it was because she's not my daughter. And, um, and I didn't, she moved away, so I didn't get to keep her to find out what happened. But we stayed friends on Facebook after she moved away. So I got to watch her grow. You know, like right now she's like, I don't know, 30? <laughs> um, and so she um, started out, I mean, talking about beautiful body, dressed really cute, different, just so dynamic, mature, amazing, just great. And she moved away. And so... She finally, after college, because she gained a little weight in college, but she was still great, still awesome, still doing great things. And so she um, ended up meeting a guy, and he was Mr. Go-Getter, too, just like she seemed to be. He was going, doing his thing, and they were like a dynamic couple, you know, doing what they have to do. And suddenly, I noticed she started gaining weight. She started dressing a little frumpy, you know. And then her body language changed, the way she stood, like hunched over a little bit, like humbly. And, um, and then, you know, more weight gaining. And then, you know, with the weight gain, your features change, you know. You could get fat in the face and it swells up around your eyes and now your eyes are pushed in. Now those almond eyes aren't looking so almond anymore. I know, because I've been there. And so she gained some weight and... Um, and the guy hadn't gotten, they had gotten engaged prior to all this. Like, I think she was just like, yay, it's happening. I've got to make sure I, you know, I'm a good girl. You know, he wants to marry me. But what a lot of men, women don't realize is some of these guys, one, they need you to stay in shape if they met you in shape. Okay. They need you to make, the only thing that'll help you get in, um, be out of shape and not be like upsetting to somebody is when you've had a baby. And then you still, with some men, you got to hurry up and get it together. They're going to leave you or hurt you by being with somebody else. Right. But otherwise, you got to stay in shape. So she gains weight, you know, um, she is not looking like herself at all. And next thing you know, they're no longer together and they're broken up. And I don't know what happened, if he acted up or, you know, something went down. I don't know. But what I know is, is that she didn't look the same anymore at all. And, and I don't know if she acted the same anymore. Like, she was like a mother. And sometimes... Women become mothers, and it's cute at first, but after a while, it's not when you're starting to look like their mother, right? So I was having a conversation with my daughter about not that she's looking like a mother or anything like that. It's not happening to her, but it could if she loses herself. So her sabbatical home with us is for her to get back on track with who she is, 
not fall victim to that Philly spirit and to be able to appreciate what she has to offer and remember who she is and where she came from so that she doesn't feel like she's a burden to anything or herself and continue to focus and have her visions. And so she was like a little like interesting about it, but she said that she didn't want to disappoint me. And I'm like, first of all, I'm really proud of you. And there's not one sign of disappointment in my spirit. I am always literally preventive. That's what I like to do. I like to do preventive because it keeps you from having to go backwards. So that's why I like preventive, you know? And so in the preventive, trying to do this preventive thing, it could seem like you're messing up. You're jacked up. No, I'm seeing something. And I wish somebody would have said something to me when I was jacking up. And, you know, I look back and I go, oh, shit, somebody did say something to me when I was making poor decisions about my career choice and how I was acting and dealing with something that was not cool. But there's a way to deal with everything. And I just wasn't dealing with it properly. And somebody did step up and say, hey, listen, stop it. Girl, please, listen, you just got an opportunity to do this, this and this. Obviously, there's love there. Humble yourself. And I was like, please, they're not, you know, (laughs) getting all big in the head. And I jacked myself up. So now I'm on this like thing to not like to help other people not jack themselves up, you know, and and even for myself, pay attention not to jack yourself up. So um, with that said, you know, it was like it made my daughter feel like sad at first. And I was like, you know, she's PMSing, first of all. But in saying that it makes you feel bad. I'm like, what part is making you feel bad? The part that you feel like you're unable to do certain things or, you know, and so it's like, no, I just don't want you to be disappointed. I'm like, well, first of all, I'm far from disappointed. It's going to take a lot to do that at this point because you're rocking socks, you know, and even with my son, he took his time. He backed up on college to take a break, you know, and I understand when people play with you and it's making you feel like, are you serious? Like, am I crazy or are you crazy? It can easily cause you to need to step away, to find yourself so you can know that it's not you that's crazy. And now motherfucker won't be able to do that to you again, right? So that's why I feel the need to say to to myself, to you, and to the people I love, you know, it's okay. You're okay. You know, don't, don't fall victim. Sit up straight. Stand up straight. Do not fall victim. You know, that's the key don't fall victim and so in not falling victim though you have to make sure you know what the pitfalls are what are the pitfalls right know them know the pitfalls because the only way to not fall into the pit is to know what the pit should look like right pay attention look for the pits look out for the pits right so that's where I'm at in regards to this situation in regards to fighting for your love What I'm doing every day is fighting for my love, which are the people I love. I'm fighting for them. They want to win. They want to reach a certain goal. They want to do a certain thing. I want to help remind them of those goals. I want to help remind them. You said that you want to do this, this, and this, right? Well, how are you working towards this, this, and this? What are you doing to get yourself there? Those are the questions we have to ask ourselves and the people we love so that they can Make sure that they're on the right track because not everybody has somebody handing them a track on a silver platter. You know, some of us literally have to build the track ourselves. And and it's in our mistakes that we learn 
but sometimes the mistakes are so big that it throws us back 50 feet from our goal. We got to start all over. So I'm here to just try to help people not make those mistakes. And if you did already, it's okay. You can still come back. Like I said, we can come back from a lot of things. We just have to accept our role in it and be honest. And in that honesty, we free ourselves from the bind, the things that are binding us and, and holding us to that thing that we feel bad about or ashamed of. When we come out of that anyway, like I said to my daughter, you know, when I had my situation with my um, MSG allergic reaction, I didn't go, oh God, you know, this is what I got to accept. Nope. Instead, I was like, okay, so I can't do this because I'm setting myself up for a demonic attack. The adversary wants to get rid of me, so I can help him get rid of me, or I can defy the odds and, and win against the adversary. I love doing that. I prefer to do that. I want my enemies scratching their heads, not me scratching mine as to how they made it through, how they were able to get to me, how they're able to do it anyway. I don't, I don't want to do that. You know, that's not what I want to do. And so, um, I have this podcast because I want to help you not have to do that either. Not have to start over, talk about what you missed out on and why you're at JCPenney <laughs> instead of living your best life, you know, doing all your best things that you always plan to do. You know, those are the things. And that's what we have to ask ourselves. We have to say, hey, you know, is this a thing? Like, is this a thing that I want to do? Is this a thing that I want to continue to do? Is this going to help me get myself to the kingdom? We have to ask ourselves those questions because those are the questions that are going to help us make the decision that could be the decision to make us do something we shouldn't be doing or do something we should be doing. Okay? So I just wanted to say thank you for listening. Thank you for getting my podcast to where people are listening to it in different countries. And even though, like, my own personal people, you know, probably don't even listen to it because they don't tell me anything. But the funny thing is, I know people listen to it because I'm seeing changes and growth in places that needed it. And so I know that. And then people are using my words. I like that. So I just want to say I want to send you supernatural love, supernatural peace, grace, favor, and mercy. And, um, and that you have love that surpasses human understanding today. Have a great day. Thank you for everything. And I send love to you. Peace.